We're all trying to figure out how to be productive and of service uh, during this lockdown, during this quarantine that's stretching into its sixth or seventh month now. Um, and Michael Van Osh is doing perhaps the greatest service of all, creating another journal dedicated to William Shakespeare. <laughs> Absolutely. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast number 717, The Hark Journal. Another creation born of quarantine, the Hark Journal is a daily email service that features quotes and lessons from and features about William Shakespeare and the many people who interact with and perform Shakespeare's plays and poems. Michael Van Osh talked with me recently about how his passion project grew out of his clothing company, Bard Shirts, who I'd already been following on Instagram and had no idea the two organizations were related. How long has this been in the works, Michael? And uh, a follow-up question, do we need more things dedicated to William Shakespeare? I don't think we can ever have enough, number one, but uh, to answer your first question, uh, this, yeah, this came about creating the Hark Journal, which is, a, a, at its essence, is a daily email uh, that gets sent to folks that takes a Shakespeare quote and then translates it, if you, if you want to use that word, into a small lesson or tip that we can use today as we go forth in our lives. And, you know, his, obviously his, his, uh, his work is so rich in, a, in uh, life that I thought this should be easy, which it's not, uh, but it's turned out to be a, a really fun project. It's uh, just a couple of months old now, but uh, we, I got to say, it's been We've been blessed. We've had people signing up left, right, and center. The the list is growing like crazy, more than I thought it ever would. And um, so that's yeah, that's the that's the main purpose of the Hark Journal. The secondary purpose, not not secondary, but the second purpose is to highlight people that are doing stuff in the Shakespeare world. And uh, you know, not everyone can be the Folger uh, Library, but uh, there are so many people that I have met that are doing either theater of Shakespeare or readings or, or what have you, the theater companies I've never heard of, of course, and they, they just serve a small audience. And I, I wanna highlight those folks as well because everybody's bringing their own twist to what's happening in the world of Shakespeare and I love it. Yeah, I love it too. It's, um, it, it sounds not dissimilar to the, the, the web series I'm doing with Gary Andrews, Drawing on Shakespeare, you know. Um, um, we all draw yes. on Shakespeare in our lives, which is, and, and so it's fun to talk to other people doing it. Do you have a, what's your background? Do you have a teaching background? What is this, what is this urge to educate, to inform that you have? No, no, I don't have a teaching background. So I, a businessman, marketing guy for years and years and years and got burned out and said, I'm going to go be a professional actor. And they said, you can't do that. And I said, yes, I can. So I uh, went and did that and uh, became an actor really in the early 2000s and uh, studied a lot here in Atlanta where I am. And then uh, my wife and I moved to New York and I studied there a lot and was very lucky in that I got cast on my second audition to do the one man show uh, Defending the Caveman. 
that uh, you know was uh, I, it might still hold the record on Broadway from the uh, original guy that did it, but uh, toured all over the United States for the next four to five years, Canada too, uh, and uh, and just loved doing that one man show. It's fantastic, making people laugh. And um, when we sailed back in Atlanta here, uh, I put my marketing experience back together with the arts, and I'm a marketing director at a local theater company here. So uh, right. The Hark Journal is, is a side project that's burgeoning, shall we say. Well, I love that. I mean, like so many things, like the Reduce Shakespeare Company back in its formative years, it's, it's, a, it's a project, it's a passion project, born of love. And, um, and that it can turn into something that is maybe remunerative or long-lasting or helpful um, is really cool. Is, is the Hark Journal only online? Yeah, we're only online, and and I have put together a, a really nice team of writers that are helping to do this because there's no way I could write these every day, and and so the writing is more. I'm more of an editor at this point, and we have some great writers with great Shakespearean experience that are putting, uh, you know, putting these together for us. So we have one every day that's in the can that can come to people every weekday, and and we're always looking for new people, new writers, and everything. I mean, if you want to write one for us, I'd love to. I'd love to have you do that. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we are right now. Well, I'm uh, I'm incredibly expensive, as you know. Uh, yes, but I'm yes. happy to <laughs> uh, uh, convert. It's funny. It's funny since I've been doing these Folger essays. It's been a great way to focus, like like you do the the many side, the many facets of yourself, right? You know, yeah. you're an actor, but you, you, so you think as an actor, but you also think in terms of a marketing person, you, it, they're both storytelling, yeah. but they're focused on different, on different things, but they're related. I mean, I love a thing. I love a project that can bring all of that uh, into one pr um, thing. Yeah, and especially, you know, with COVID ha happening back in March and starting, it was kind of like, you know, we were quite lucky. We only missed a couple of weeks of pay, and then we we're able to get on some of the programs that help to keep staff paid and that sort of thing as we as we move along uh, at Georgia Ensemble Theater, where I'm at in Roswell, Georgia. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it provided me the time, and I said, well, what are we going to do with this time? Let's move on to something else. I originally, I mean, two, I still have it, but two years ago started a clothing company called Bard Shirts, B-A-R-D, of course. All about oh, that's Shakespeare. you? Yes, yes. So I follow uh, you on uh, Instagram. Okay, good, good. So yeah, Bard Shirts, you know, and, and that, that went well and it still is going well. And we try to do some different things. We try to create a, a brand for Shakespeare lovers like ourselves that we could kind of get behind because everyone has a shirt out there that has a quote on it and a picture of the old Shakespeare and that's cool, but we don't do that. We try to bring some new and modern feel to a, a Shakespeare brand and it's called Hark. So yeah, the Hark journal has been an outcropping of that. In your interviews for people, are you, are you uh, uh, tracking down um, uh, people whose work you've admired over the past or are you reaching out and discovering new folks um do you have a or is it a mixture of both it's really more about reaching out and discovering and meeting new folks uh my acting career was not in the shakespeare side of things and so uh and i've never worked at a shakespeare theater so for me it's been just an amazing way to meet new folks like yourself 
and and talk to them and, and say, you know, what are you doing? What's going on? What what's happening out there? You know, just had an interview with uh, one of the founders and artistic director of the Porters of Hell's Gate Theater Company in Los Angeles. And their goal is to, you know, they're a small company. They don't have their own theater, but they are going to do the canon. And they've been doing it for, uh, I think, since 2006, if I remember, remember correctly, uh, Charles Pasternak. And I think they've got eight more to go. And, you know, it's all over the country, Canada and the United States. People are so dedicated to drawing on Shakespeare, as you've said before, you know, and really... Uh, taking it to uh, whatever they want it to be. I love it. Yeah, and I, and one of the things uh, you asked, you asked me in your interview with me for the Heart Journal, um, what what are what are we learning during this quarantine lockdown that we're going to take into um, into uh, the uh, normal theater when it returns? Normal in air quotes, and and I think one of the things that we're 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 going to be exp examining are things that are we're examining right now, which is that Shakespeare takes up a lot of space in our theater history and in our current theater programming and our current academic emphasis. And that's probably not appropriate. <laughs> um, at, 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 at least it's not appropriate. At worst, it's racist and and colonizing and um, diminishing other voices uh, while emphasizing this one English dude. Right. Um, now I, th I I I agree with that, um, uh, but I don't I don't think that's Shakespeare's fault. <laughs> I think that's the way we have um, emphasized him to the exclusion of other things. And um, and I wonder how much you and your journal and how much me and my writing work, but also me and my podcasting work, too, can begin to focus on other voices, maybe other artists that are, I don't know what, Shakespearean, you yep. know, um, because he's not the only one. I do think there's a reason he's um, lasted for so long, because his great plays are fantastic. But the other dark secret is not all of his plays were fantastic you know and um he wasn't a genius every time out uh he was just like everybody else he was a theater artist trying to make it happen and uh and that's the sort of stuff i applaud because that's what we're all trying to do be theater artists trying to make stuff happen I'm Michael Whitmore, director of the Folger Shakespeare Library in Washington, D.C., and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? Right now, the only place to see the remote Shakespeare Company is online. We've created a brand new page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, and a playlist on our YouTube page where right this second you can watch us perform many of our epic abridgments from the comfort of your own shelter. Just go to our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, or our YouTube page, YouTube.com slash user slash ReducedShakespeare.co, and click on the Co-Videos playlist. We'll continue to add to this page, so be sure to bookmark it.
Market. You can grab your own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin, and beautifully illustrated by Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. And now back to my conversation with Michael Van Osh, creator of both Bard Shirts and The Hark Journal. You know, we talked a little bit in the in the other interview we did about uh, folks like uh, Devon Glover, the Sonnet Man, and and taking, you know, taking Shakespeare in a different direction than was typical, and and it needs to do that. It needs to, in my mind, change with the times as we're changing. You know, we've had so much change in the last uh, six months with regards to the social injustices and the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on, and and you know, should be going on. And so um, I look forward to seeing what people are going to do with it next, uh, you know, but also who is going to be the next person that we can look to and go, wow, you know, it's probably not going to be someone that looks like Shakespeare. Yeah, because not. Well, and the other, thing, the, the other thing that's great about Shakespeare and what I, what I love about it, him, his plays is that there is no one right way to do him. And every production of his that happens is an adaptation because somebody's cutting some line somewhere. We don't, all the plays as they exist in the first folio are probably in some small ways adaptations of the quartos or what were actually said. They were reconstructed from memory and scraps and bits of bits and bobs. So, I've always felt like Shakespeare is a living playwright, a living playwright. We don't have to pay royalties to, right? But, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, a living playwright who has created created texts that are worthwhile, but also worth messing with. Absolutely, and, and um, you know, back to that other example, using music to take it to a new level is something that I just, you know, had never thought of in the past and, and just love it. You know, it's just, uh, I know there's a lot of folks that are mixing hip hop and Shakespeare uh, as well. And, and that's so interesting. Um, I, we've gotten into more of a conversation than an interview about the Hark Journal, but where can folks learn about the Hark Journal and what sort of inter interesting discoveries have you, have you made in, in this month's old business? Sure, sure. Well, it, we're over at theharkjournal.com. Uh, that's our website, and it's it's a free thing. Just sign up to get the daily email, and um, we uh, and of course doing the interviews like we're doing here as well, and enjoy that. And then our biggest social media handles really on Instagram at harkjournal. Uh, so, but you know, it's been really fun. Like I said before, just just meeting new people, whether it's the the writers that are helping to write on this project or the folks that we're interviewing, it's just been uh, it's just been a lot of fun. And you know, it's one of those things when COVID has kind of kept us away from people in a lot of ways. Uh, for me, it's been uh, almost the opposite because it's given me the opportunity to meet all these new people. Of course, not in person, but you know, I mean, you and I haven't met before and we've met now because I you know reached out and uh, it's been fantastic and you just realize how small the world is when you take one specific thing like Shakespeare and see everything that revolves around it in in uh, you know in this country in other countries it's everywhere well and I'll ask you the same question I, you asked me which is how do you think um, what you're learning through the production of the Hark Journal 
how will you be able to take that back into your work, either as an actor or as the marketing director of a, of a theater company that's not focused on Shakespeare? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know where this will go, but um, I think that uh, I think the opportunity will be there to meet even more people, which is the fun part about it, you know. And and I hope we've gotten so many nice comments from folks about saying, "Hey, I love this. It gets me going in the morning, you know, every weekday." Or or you know, it's it's what I needed during this time uh, to get a little little inspiration, a little oomph in the morning when I get your email. And, you know, we keep them very short to two minutes, something like that, and, and try to be useful and practical. And sometimes they are and sometimes they're not, but we try to. And, uh, you know, I think that's the thing is that uh, the world is expanding for, for all of us, uh, you know, during this time when you would think it wasn't. You'd think everything was, I mean, lockdown is happening, but the world is expanding still because of all these tools like Zoom. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. You can subscribe to the totally free Hark Journal by going to its website, harkjournal.com. Then send us your Shakespearean articles via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener, and you can follow both the Hark Journal and Bard Shirts on Twitter and Instagram at Hark Journal and at Bard Shirts. Thanks, as always, to Hark Urinal, Matthew Croak, Web Services by Ginger Power Limited, and Music by John Weber and Garage Band. A random fan shout-out this week goes to Maria Hayden, or Mariah Hayden. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to the appropriately Shakespeareanly named Michael Whitmore, the director of the Folger Shakespeare Library in Washington, D.C. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. Please stay safe, stay home, and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 717-2051sts of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Well, it's not like I need one more crappy thing coming into my email inbox, but I am definitely (laughs) signing up for the Heart Journal. (laughs) Unsubscribe at any time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great sales pitch right there. (laughs) Absolutely. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.